Hey, I'm Paul. And I'm Chad. And you're listening to Bad Marketing Sucks. And we're on a mission to eradicate bad marketing one business at a time. I've actually been in this uh, in the studio, haven't you? I have been in the studio. It's a lovely He's studio. He's getting ready to tell us all about it's it. It's extremely, yeah. the, the background's extremely manly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like Chad's compensating. Yeah, Chad is compensating. And, yeah. you know, I've got all the nerd stuff that my wife won't let me put up uh, downstairs in the living room. So it's got to got to live up in the office. Love, love it. it. All right, Jay, kick us off. All right. So, Jeremy, welcome to the Bad Marketing Sucks show. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. And I love the name. It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank yes. you very much. We uh, we enjoyed ourselves. Uh, glad to have you today. Um Tell us a little bit about yourself. You've got a long history uh, of branding and marketing in the area in, in Georgia, yep. um, in the Augusta, Georgia area in particular. Tell us a little bit about uh, your background and who you are. Sure. I, uh, I I think by you've got a lot of history means you're old. So I'll, I'll take that as, you know, it's, it's all right, Chad. I yeah. think you, are you, you're maybe at least a little bit older than I am possibly. No, I'm not. Uh, oh, I'm a little bit me. older. Okay. And, and Paul you. is older than all of us. Oh, really? So, wow. Yeah. Wow. There you go. <laughs> I mean, so, he doesn't look it, but if you count how many kids I have, then yes, I'm older than all man, of us combined. So you can see that I've got a bunch of comic books, posters and stuff in my office. And I love all that. And I wanted to, be a um, comic book writer and a producer. And so that's what really got me started in the whole gig. And uh, I borrowed some money from my grandparents uh, in the early 90s or mid 90s and tried my hand at uh, running a comic book company and uh, promptly lost all the money because we had bad marketing. Right. So there's a testimony <laughs> oh, right there. Boy. Probably ought to have some good marketing. Um, probably ought to have yeah. some business experience beyond being 19 years old. Uh, so that was also kind of a downside. Mm. I also realized yeah. that um, comic book writers and artists, uh, like 99% of them are struggling and it's not an easy road to go. And only a few mm. of them break out. And I found out that even the guys that were making, um, you know, writing Spider-Man and the X-Men back in the 90s weren't hardly making any money because they worked for Marvel. So it was just, unless you had a big screenplay takeoff or something, you were you were going to be stuck. But I did realize that I loved putting the books together. I liked the fonts. I liked the colors. Mm. I liked publishing. I liked being in front of people, telling the story of why we had put made the comics together. My dad had been in sales. So sales and marketing had, was kind of in my blood. And then the graphic design and the artistic side came into play. And that, that meant that um, I could make more money on the side doing graphic design and uh, that type of stuff than I could ever trying to do comics. So comics became a hobby, yeah. and um, I still love it. It's fun. Uh, I've worked as uh, a graphic designer uh, for the apart Augusta Apartment Finders Guide way, way back. That's how I got my first gig. Um, really enjoyed wow. doing that. Yep. <laughs> now, you're yeah. dating yourself here. Oh, yeah, man. So continue. And, well, and then there was this thing called the Internet. I'm not sure if you know, Al Gore created it back in the mid-'90s. And uh, uh, yeah, after, yeah. yeah, after Al Gore did that, um, we decided that we probably ought to learn how to use it. So um, I taught myself uh, basic HTML, CSS, and at that point, mm -hmm. do you guys remember Flash websites, Macromedia Flash? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we, I learned how to do Flash, built some websites. I did, had enough side business going that I quit the Apartment Finders Guide, started my own business with my brother, 
uh, Mace Graphics, uh, that continued to grow. And when you're when you're doing freelance, and back in the day, I guess I'm more of a Generation X kind of guy. If somebody asks you to be able to do something, the answer is yes, right? Mm-hmm. I think nowadays yeah. there's this whole kind of millennial and Generation Y that's saying, you know, you know, stay in your lane and only do one thing and, and maximize it. And mm-hmm. I just don't have that. I'm I'd rather jump around. If somebody asks me to do something, I'm going to tell them yep, and I'm going to figure out how to make that work. And so um, I would. Uh, I would learn how to do advertising. I'd learn how to do banner ads. I'd learn how to build websites. I'd learn how to, to put mm-hmm. together a marketing plan. I'd learn how to put together a, a um, you know, a branding strategy. And over mm-hmm. over the years, um, did pretty good. Built up a business and then was bought out by TaxSlayer. So TaxSlayer is a great local company in Augusta and Evans and um, worked there for a few years. Uh, then went back out on my own and worked as a book cover designer for Amazon.com, which was really fun. And uh, got to got a few other artists uh, and paid them to do some of the work. So ended up outsourcing mm-hmm. a little bit of that. That was great. Um, and then uh, in 2008, uh, I, I, there was this great uh, web property called MySpace. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but yeah, the- Paul had a yeah, he was a big MySpace guy. I, you know what? Yeah. Honestly, I think I think my MySpace is still. Yeah, out I think there. it is. It might you exist. A, Michael Jackson. Is We've got like seven million. I think we got like seven million notifications stuck in there. And it, Chad, and you know you had a MySpace. <laughs> Yeah, I think it, it's right next to my Hotmail account. Exactly. Yeah, his 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 yeah. his yeah his profile picture is Michael Jackson Thriller. But anyway, go ahead. Well, I was yeah. using I was using uh, you know MySpace on Netscape Navigator and uh, <laughs> back in the day. But um, back in two thousand eight, uh, Facebook had just come along and uh, Twitter was in its infancy. Social media was really getting started, and there were no real digital agencies in Augusta. And so I had a guy come and say, Hey, would you like to create a, I think you'd be great to run it. Will you, will you want to partner together and let's create a a digital advertising agency? And we did. And the the most awesome thing was we were working for the traditional agencies at the time. We, there were lots of them in Augusta and we were doing their digital work. So we would do social media strategy. We would run Google ads. We would do all of that. And, um, over the next 10 years, between 2008 and 2018, uh, all of the work that we had done, we would do a good job. We would end up getting more ad spend. Uh, and mm-hmm. all of those larger agencies said, why are we paying these guys to do it? We need to hire our own. So it was yeah. uh, over time, we became a, a some, we integ- integrated traditional agency and consulting, and then they all integrated digital. And now everything's digital. And that's yeah. one of the things I was going to talk about, like what's the difference in nowadays, you know, marketing now versus marketing then. Like what the, what are the changes I've experienced? Yeah. That's probably the big one is traditional needing digital and digital needing traditional. They're merging together. But where I see the separation happening is between marketing and advertising. Those things are pulling further apart Whereas the the branding and the marketing is congealing into one thing and advertising's almost its own baby. And the people that are really good at right. advertising aren't necessarily really good at branding and marketing. And you need mm-hmm. you need both on your team, obviously. You gotta have you gotta have people that do both. And there are, are agencies yeah, in town and organizations that have both, but it's rare that you've got a one man show that can really kind of do it all. Um, 
Yeah. So that was it. Then I sold that company in 2018 to a local development um, company was more focused on software development and they wanted uh, advertising and marketing to be a part of their um, team. Worked there for several years and then more recently have um, focused on a really cool ministry project where we're building a discipleship app and we've got some different um, opportunities for it. And so um, my world has really changed. I've done everything from being a creative director to a graphic designer to a sales guy to leading teams of uh, <laughs> creatives and um you know all those things so how's that oh, yeah. Does that do it yeah well i love that i okay. love that leads me right into That's my great. next question based on your your um your experience here um in your opinion where do you feel like most businesses go wrong with their branding marketing um uh, okay i've got it's it's two things First off is budget. Second is oh, yes. a, second is yes. attribution. Yes. So budget mm -hmm. and attribution. Right, let's talk are about the budget a little bit. Okay. What are your What are your thoughts on that? Uh, nobody spends enough. Nobody spends mm -hmm. enough. Well, not in the. They do eventually. You mean initially? Well, yeah, they have to. Yeah, initially. So that's a that's a great point, um, Paul. They the the thought is is oh we're going to create this great product or, you know, we've got a restaurant and it's going to be so good. Everybody's just going to come and show up or we've built this app and people are going to use it once and it'll just spread like wildfire or we've, you know, we've got this business and they're going to find out about us and word of mouth is going to do it. And even with word of mouth, marketing in today's world involves marketing automation so email marketing is falling underneath mm -hmm. that communicating to your clients you've got to have a website you need to have a content strategy there's just a ton of that and that all takes time and money and nobody wants to put that in and so they mm -hmm. they undercut it and then they find themselves in a hole that they've got to reinvest to dig themselves out of and if they would go into yeah. it with the right mix you know Look at that 20% of your operators going into marketing. That's a big number for a lot of people. They can't imagine that it would take that. But the successful businesses yeah. time after time are the ones that are, are investing in that budget. So that's that's my thing, yeah. thoughts on budget. What do you think, Chad? Do you think that's right? And the next one was strategy? Is that no, what next you one's said? Attribution. Everybody's got a strategy. Attribution. They may okay. have a bad right. strategy, but they've got a strategy. <laughs> right. But <laughs> attribution, is, attribution is almost completely lacking, right? There, mm -hmm. um, and what I mean by attribution is you're running an ad campaign. You spend $1,000 a month on that ad campaign. Are, do you know what that $1,000 brought you? How can you yeah. attribute the dollars to performance? Have you thought about mm -hmm. the value of just showing somebody your ad versus them clicking on your ad? How do you yeah. attribute billboards, right? How do you attribute podcasts like this? Like there's extreme value yeah. in content marketing, but if you don't have an understanding of what it's bringing you, how your mm -hmm. uh, website's converting, looking at that full marketing funnel going all the way down to the bottom and being able to attribute at each stage, um, mm -hmm. you are going to be guessing on your budget which is already a problem you've already told you you're not going to yeah. spend enough now you're going to be guessing on what's working and then you're also not going to value your partners or your employees so if you're working with yeah. an agency and you don't attribute any value to them you're going to be ticked off and you're going to jump to another agency in a year right and that's what happens sure. we see companies burn through ag yeah, agency surfing this happens all the time and it's because attribution oh, yeah. is not set up so i feel like mm -hmm. you're as a 
as a marketer, as somebody that's talking to people about branding and marketing, it's our job to talk about how important attribution is because they oh, yeah. can't really judge your performance unless they've got attribution in place. And if you're working with somebody that doesn't have attribution in place, you better have it in place for them so that you can prove right. it. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that, what does that I'll go back to the saying that we've all heard a million times at this point? Um, Fifty percent of my advertising is working. I just don't know which fifty percent. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's. But a, that's I've a good I've point. heard that from from business owners, and they're it's uh, they either resigned to it or they're just like it's just yeah, part of business. That's what it like, is. Yeah. What? Yeah. That's, yeah. Incre that's right. crazy. Yeah, I, that's, let me let me let me tell you a little bit about attribution. Let me give you guys a quick story. So there's a university nearby that may or may not have changed names 17 times. Okay. We might know we might know who that is. Okay. Now they had a rebrand and their advertising budget was significantly traditional at the beginning of that, like 90 mm -hmm. traditional 10% digital. We were working on that 10% of the digital and we had attribution set up from start to finish. And so every month we would, we would meet and show, Hey, look, look what we're doing in this. Great. We're getting all these leads. We're sending people for applications. We're doing all this is great. And the traditional, they were, they had some traditional methods of attribution, but it's difficult to tell what's going on. And it's easier with digital stuff, obviously. So the budget yeah. shifted over the next six months to instead of 10% uh, digital, 90% traditional, about 90% digital, 10% yeah. digital. It was a six-month swing. Mm. It flip-flopped. Yeah. And it was because of attribution. And the only way you can go after that additional budget is if you're, if you're um, able to prove that and show it. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, That's interesting, isn't it? Have it? Well, yeah, it's something that I've, I've run into so many times and I've scratched my head about. It's like attribution and knowing the right question to ask and getting and not overlooking the answer to the question that you're asking. Yeah. Like somebody says, hey, so on a basic level, it's just a verbal attribution. Uh, you know, Jeremy, where did you hear about us? Well, I got your number off your website. That's actually not answering the question that was not asked. At all. Right. That's just saying I got your number off your website. Correct. And so if you if, if you have to ask the if right people question. are not setting up yeah. that attribution correctly, mm -hmm. then someone's gonna go dump fifty thousand dollars into their website and like what you know yeah that right. really yeah, wasn't where you needed it exactly. Um, the other thing that that can happen is if I'm if I'm the marketer, I can look at the client and go, so how much is getting a new client worth to you? Right. Mm -hmm. And if they don't have an answer to that, you got to help them figure it out because with a, without that answer, there's no attribution. And a lot of people don't know. Exactly. They're just like, well, you know, we're, we're growing. Our revenue's growing and those kind of things. I'm like, yeah, but if I brought you a new client, would you give me five thousand dollars cash? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. I said, cool. Then we'll spend about five thousand dollars per new client to bring in, <laughs> which means exactly. I need a hundred thousand dollar monthly <laughs> yeah, budget. Right. And they just go, sounds uh, great. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So let me ask you, Jeremy, um, based on your your um your experience and, and maybe projects you've worked on or maybe just campaigns that you've seen, yeah. give me some examples of some of the best marketing that you've either been a part of or, or seen yourself. Yeah, these are the I what when when I thought about this question, I I I thought of things that worked on me 
as being effective mm-hmm. marketing. So, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't put any uh, White Heart or Jeremy Mace uh, campaigns here. So, there's right. another, no, there we're go. just talking about outside. So, um, for video, one of the most effective is Dollar Shave Club. I know you guys have oh, seen yeah. that video. It's good. Oh my oh, god, it's so good. It's so funny. I reference yeah. that a lot. It, oh, yeah. a lot. It's it's fantastic and. That was the majority of their budget went into producing that video when they got started. But it was such a strong premise. It was great. And then it went viral and they paid to get it out. They had a good combo mm-hmm. of both things. And man, when when everybody is showing it to you and they're like, what do you think, man? I was like, yeah, I've seen it a hundred times. It's so good. And um, <laughs> and you can watch it with a client and you can tell them, you know, hey, and it's and that that type of humor is not for every business. But Mm-mm. it's so effective, right? You guys oh, have yeah. got right. the uh, the no BS on your website. It's a similar thought yeah. process, right? It's like, listen, mm-hmm. we're going to tell you like it is. There's a little bit of humor involved yeah. here. If you don't like it, you know, go someplace else. And We I probably not, shouldn't be doing business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So I think that one's great. Um, another one that I, I really think is truly effective is HubSpot. HubSpot is the marketing mm. and CRM platform. And their combination yeah. of their SEO, their blog, their email campaigns, their actual customer service and follow-up, they they yes. know what I'm doing and interacting with the site. There's chat bots. I mean, all of it, it's just a great mix. None of it feels overbearing. They're giving me the attention I need if I'm in that. And that is all inbound marketing rather than being completely outbound. And so HubSpot is just the gold standard. That's what I think yeah, to use. Sure. Yeah, the last one is a, yeah. a new one and is more social media based and um, digital ads. And it's manlybands.com. M-A-N-L-Y bands.com. Now, you would hmm. love this, Chad. You got to go check this out. I love it because, of course, I'm a nerd. They've got Lord of the Rings themed bands wedding bands for for men okay so oh, you can oh, get wow you, you can get ones that kind of look like you know maybe it's it's a very subtle they're very very good but these guys targeted me because of what i like on facebook and what i was looking at so i'm looking at nerd mm-hmm. culture stuff and they knew this guy likes comics and lord of the rings let's show them that i went to the website and it actually what appealed more to me were the ones that are World War II based. They've actually got a wedding band with parts of a Sherman tank in it, right? They've got bands oh, that have man. like cool, like um, whiskey barrels integrated into the inner ring of it. And they're just gorgeous. But all of a sudden, I start seeing those bands everywhere I'm going, man. They are following me everywhere. I've looked at the website oh, yeah. like three or four times. I told my wife about it. And so this is an extremely effective product placement and strategy that they've approached they know who i am they targeted Mm -hmm. me i saw it i engaged now i'm stuck i'm probably gonna i mean kim's got to make some more money so she can buy me one of these yeah i was getting ready to say you might change out your band i got a cool one but i I would change it out for this the sherman (laughs) tank is really cool do they have Aragon's ring? They do. The style of that? Well, not, oh not, my oh my gosh, I love this nerd talk, man. No, they don't have like yeah. the snake, the Barahir's ring. It's actually uh, a oh. one that's based on his leather cloak and like his, oh, yeah. the, okay. kind of his feel. Oh, yeah. So they're not like right. nerdy, you wouldn't know. There is like a, a kind of a cheesy Green Lantern and a Batman ring. Some of the superhero stuff's a little cheesy, but <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
I did. I like the other ones. There's a ring. The ring wraith one is the one I want. Like the, the it's like oh, dark, dark metal. Awesome. I, I love Lord yeah. of the Rings. Oh, cool. My can we get Chad to watch old. this? Come on, man. Have you I have. Seen? I've seen some of it. Yeah, I have. Well, then, yeah. yeah, my wife thinks I'm crazy because I'll literally I'll sit down and just get all the extended versions and just start start cranking them out. Yeah, me too, man. We love them. Kim, love my them. wife, my wife actually likes it quite a bit. She gets something out of it every time. I just think this story is so classic. It, it's awesome. But that combo yeah. for the ring for the for the rings, the Lord of the Rings rings, was just drew me right in. And it was their marketing and their branding that did it. Mm-hmm. It was had mm-hmm. nothing to do with anybody telling me to go look at it or anything like that. I just saw the image. They were only showing it to me because they knew the stuff that I liked. And I thought that was genius. Exactly. So, so yeah. they got the branding right uh, from the outset. Yeah, they did. And they set the it up targeting. Right. They did it right. And the, the targeting, and the targeting yes. was just on The messaging, point. right. Yep. Perfect. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you, before we go today, um, give us a few tips um, give our give our listeners a few tips on on how they can avoid the pitfalls of of bad marketing and branding for that yeah. matter because it's kind of all in the same bucket. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me talk about the branding one first. So um, you have to be able, and this concept goes with both. And I know it's going to sound aggressive. You have to be willing to kill your babies. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now, what this means is. That sounds a little bit harsh. It is a little bit harsh, but can't fall in love with it. Let's let's wow. let's talk about um, that company that that uh, bought us years ago, Taxlayer. Great guys, mm-hmm. huge Georgia fans, and I mean they make you look like a fair weather guy, Chad. I mean they, <laughs> I love that. They I they love are that. that excites me. They are all in, and I did a logo for one of their pro products, and I used blue and black. And my mm-hmm. God, they were not okay with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? How dare and then, then we were working on another project, and I used orange in one of the concepts. Oh, no. No, you're better off with blue oh, and black. I mean, right? I know. That orange I'm, is a death <laughs> sentence. It's a death no. sentence. Right. Yeah. So what's interesting is I had proof in the research that this product changed. Like, they needed to have some differentiation in their mm-hmm. product lines. If everything is silver, black, and red, then everything's silver, black, and red, and it all blends together. you got to find some way to differentiate. And mm-hmm. so um, we, we pitched that, and it was like pulling teeth. And, in fact, we weren't able to do it for almost a year and a half, and then finally yeah. they decided to go for it. So I think that that um, – I think that the colors, like being able, being willing to do that. Another mm-hmm. example of that is um, Savannah River Brewing Company. I've helped them do some labels and some stuff. And man, the owner uh, Mike is such a fan of all this superhero comic book stuff. He and I's style is going to be much more illustrative and real nerd culture stuff. But that's mm-hmm. not who goes to Savannah River Brewing Company. It's primarily the some of the younger military guys. It's outdoor. It's all ages. It's, you yeah. know, younger all the way up to, to boomers that are sitting around there. And it needs to appeal to everybody. And so mm-hmm. our nerd culture stuff, it you know, there can be a little bit of it, but we've overdone it there and realized, okay, we've got to pivot and we've got to mm-hmm. come up with something that's more has a wider appeal. So yeah, we've mm-hmm. got to kill our own desires to do what we like 
and go for what's actually going to work in the market. So that's my yeah. advice is be willing to, to, to kind of kill your own, your own flesh to give it a spiritual term or kill your that's baby right. or whatever. You've got to get it, be willing to get rid of that so you can make a good decision for your business. Yeah. I've always, you know, described that in terms and heard that in terms of, you just don't fall in love with it. Yeah. Fall in love with right. like the, the foundation, the principles, the things that, that must be there that work, like you said, that work in the marketplace, yeah. work in your industry, but don't be so, this is a place. Don't let your ego get too far. I yeah. think that's the key yeah. there. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. I agree. And yeah. they're, they're also, uh, I'll give you a, here's a freebie, Chad. This is a freebie for you guys. Oh, man. Awesome. It's a freebie. Man, please do. If there are too many cooks in the kitchen, Ooh. you have a cafeteria. Yep. Okay. Right. And a cafeteria is going to produce one type of food. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to be as quality as if you can slim it down and have a head chef. So when you're working with a client, find out who that decision maker is. And if you are a client, predetermine that. Yes, yeah. yes, I'm willing to take other ideas and, and other, um, other input. And maybe I'm not a decisive right. person, but yet I'm in charge of the company. i got to pick the logo. I don't mm-hmm. want to let five or six other people demand what's going to work for our brand because chances are their ego is in the way. So you yeah, got to have right. a leader that's willing to do it and, and create a hierarchy and have one chef you can work with. Yeah. Now I will say that was profound. I agree. That was very, very 100%. profound. We could actually um, write a small book on that. Oh, you know, like a, like a toilet book that you like sit a toilet. Yeah. Book. yeah. Right. Sure. I think it's yeah. going to get off the rails at this point, Chad, but yeah, of course we could totally do that. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> You know how to I mean? make it's a crap. It's a short read. How to make a crap <laughs> right. sandwich, and right. it's I mean, too right. many chefs. Just, just giving that's somebody right. some insight. Sure, but I agree, hundred percent. You get too many yeah, decisions. It's true. Decision makers, yeah. and isn't that kind of the antithesis of a decision it maker? Is. If you have that many, right? Yeah. Or what I like is when you've been working with a client for three months. You got a great logo brand. Everything is working. They're happy. Everybody's happy. And then they show it to their spouse. And their spouse uh, doesn't like it, and you're like, "Holy crap! Why was it your spouse at the first meeting?" Right, it's yeah, like this is not exactly. okay. So that's yeah, exactly. had that happen too cool. many times. And then I'm like, "Listen, I'm coming over to your house, and I'm sitting down, and I'm talking to this person because this is the right thing to do." Yeah, uh, exactly. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Good stuff. Well, Jeremy, we certainly appreciate you ha- uh, having you on today. This is something we've been trying to do for a while. Yeah, I think absolutely. our schedules just never really were able to align. So um, this is good, and maybe we'll get back um, together in the future to discuss more because we could talk about this for days. But yeah, I think we need to schedule um, some Lord of the Rings viewing. Oh man, I think that's nice. oh wow, that's what okay. we need. Yeah. In fact, now, here we In go. fact, yeah. this can just change to the Lord of the Rings podcast. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm in. Chad's out. Oh, Chad's yeah. out. And we'll just do it. I'm out of a job, I guess. Well, I guess that wraps it up there. Um, We have learned all that we need to learn about branding and marketing. And we have our next mission. Um, Oh, God. Look forward to scheduling that. You're going to have to change that background, though, man. Man, (laughs) no doubt. I mean, this is ADD material here. We're all over the place. All right, man. Awesome. All right, Jeremy. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening. If you need help, email us at helpme at badmarketingsucks.com. And if you have any topics or questions, email us at yep at badmarketingsucks.com. Subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes or a five-star review on Spotify. Until next week.